guys welcome to another episode of fresh manner i want to bless god for you for always tuning into the wonderful word of god and for always um listening to what the lord has to say i don't know what time do you, that you tune in to listen to the word of god whether you listen to it on our um youtube or on spotify i really bless god for you for always tuning in um, for the word of God. So we have a topic this morning that we want to dive in and it's very dear to my heart because it's something that I've also gone through and as per usual, you know, I'm not going to give you something that I'm not transparent with um, or my testimony or something of that sort because we overcome by the word of our testimonies. Now, I wanted to talk about the topic of um, validation, right? And as I said before, this is very near to me. Now, the meaning, as we can um, dive into it, it says the action of making or declaring something legally or officially acceptable, right? And when I read that meaning, it really resonated to me because um, a lot of times what we're trying to do is to be validated by external things. We want persons to tell us that, yes, you go girl, you go you go, um, boy, whatever um, it is that um, you're doing, you want someone to clap for you. You want somebody to cheer for you. You want somebody to um, to give you some form of affirmation to say, listen, I like what you're doing. I enjoy what you're doing and stuff like that. But one of the things that I've learned, I don't know, I don't remember who I heard it from, but I heard a minister one day, a pastor spoke this thing and said, um, that when the persons on the outside stop clapping, are you going to stop doing what God tells you to do? And that is where the deepest um, resonation came for me, uh, where it resonated to my spirit, because what are you going to do if someone else is not clapping for you? If you're not seeing someone telling you or liking stuff that you're doing, uh, per se, when you, when you post something or when you share something, uh, I saw a lady post something the other day um, where she starts her business and she said that she had zero sales. She wasn't making anything and all of those things, but she had the reassurance of God's word over her life and in her spirit all the time to understand that one day you will um, you will make more that you can ever think of. But I believe that at the root of that, we don't want to be able to know that we're doing things because of vain glory, right? The scriptures speak about that. The scriptures speak about um, being vain, right? Thank you, Holy Spirit. It speaks about vain glory. And this is excessive pride in oneself or one's achievement, excessive vanity, right? And we have to realize that um, a lot of the world, what the world is doing is teaching you to get, 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 right? to get all of these things, um, you, you go and get that, um, that thing done, go after your dreams. And I'm not saying not to go after your dreams, but does your dreams line up with the word of God or what the will of God says about you, right? The scripture speaks in Galatians five, verse 26 said, we must not become conceited, challenging or provoking one another, envying one another, right? And we have to start realizing that, listen, is it that we're going to um, allow our achievements and the things that we, we we get, right, we receive to allow us to be so puffed up and so um, caught up with with our own self that we can't we can't even see someone um, issue, right, to say, OK, I see someone in need. 
right? There's another scripture that speaks about vainglory. Uh, I think that's the one that I wanted to go for. Uh, let me get that. So it's Philippians 2 verse 3, right? And it says, do, n- do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit. See, this, that's the same word again. Through um, factional motives or strive, but with an attitude of humility, being neither arrogant nor self-righteous, regard others as more important than yourself. That is something so um, potent right there. Because one of the things that I had to learn, and, and because we all go through patterns and we all go through things, things happen to us, right? And we get hurt, we get used, we get abused, and all sorts of stuff happen to us. And we're unable to really function and be the person that God wants us to be, right? So we start to think that, okay, if I make a, uh, a million dollars tomorrow, I'm going to make it. And I'll tell you that nobody going to go, 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 um, you know, stop me and stuff like that. And we have to be careful because at the end of the day, God is not going to allow you to be so blessed to the point where you're going to... Um, that's what the world is doing. You're going to take yourself and you're going through the process with God and you get whatever you get. And you're so high minded. The scripture speaks about that as well. Being high minded, being lovers of self, as the scripture says, being lovers of self more than lovers of God. Right. How did that tie in with validation is to really recognize that I don't need the external things to tell me who I am in God. And if you have that sense of belief and faith enough to believe and know that I am seeing just the way this, the same word come back, uh, come back again, where I was talking about Imago Dei, that you are the image of God. You are image bearer, which means God already knew what he was doing when he was creating you. So therefore, I don't need to go searching for something else to tell me that I'm pretty. I don't need to go for something else to tell me that I'm doing something well. I don't need extra things to tell me that, okay, I'm doing a good job. I need motivation for this or that. This is why the scripture speaks about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not just to to, to tell us to speak in tongues. The Holy Spirit is there to teach us. He's there to comfort us. He's there to, to, to bring us through a process to understand the little things, right? I can share part of my testimony. I was sick, right? About the entire part of, of October, I was sick, right? And no one knew, actually, the majority of persons didn't know. But at the same time, I'm there thinking to myself that, okay, you, you don't have much persons who will reach out to you or even share whatever it is that they need to share with you. But recognize that God saw me right? He saw me and he saw my need and he knew that something was wrong with me. He went ahead and told me what was wrong before I even went to the doctor, right? The doctor only confirmed what was inside of me. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And this is where I'm getting back to the place where you don't need somebody to tell you who you are. You need God to tell you who you are, right? In him so that you can become all that you need to become in him, right? Before I went to the doctor, I, I, I had whatever it is that God told me that was wrong right? And it took a little while for me to go to the doctor when I was starting to feel so much excessive pain throughout my body, right? And I felt nauseous and all sorts of stuff. And then when I went to the doctor, the exact same thing that that the Holy Spirit told me, it was the same thing that God, um, that, that the doctor told me, right? I'm just trying to tell you that you have more, um, validation in God more than anything else. 
right? Someone can come up to you and tell you, oh, you're beautiful. You already know. You're not going to be conceited, you know. But you're just going to say thank you because you already know. With a humble heart, you already know that uh, um, you're beautiful. Okay, someone may, may come up to you and say that you're, you're you know, you're, you're um, a designer or something. And you're going to say, okay, thank you so much. I, you know, confirmation. I already know that um, I am a designer. Thank you so much for reminding me. Maybe the Lord wanted me to know at that moment to say that, listen, you are worth more than what you're accepting or what you're believing, right? And I learned over the years over those things because I was so, what, what I would call it, not even, um, what I would put it, there's a word for it. Um, I never had no confidence at all. I, I, my confidence was, I, I don't know. If someone told me that I was pretty, I was, I was kind of, you know, I don't think, you know, that I'm really pretty for real. I don't think that I'm good looking. I don't know if I, if, um, you know, and not just to talk about the looks, but when somebody says that you're a good person, I love you and stuff like that. I don't want to accept it because I think that, you know, you're, you're up to something. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're, you're onto something. I don't think that you're genuinely telling me that you're lo loving me, which I understand that is not everyone because you have to discern. But at the same time, sometimes the persons who you're pushing away are the persons who are coming and validating, or I wouldn't even say validating, let me not use that word, confirming what is already inside of you. You're able to accept it now, to say, okay, someone spoke this and someone said this, but the Lord already spoke to me and told me what it is that I need or who I am in him, right? Now I want to draw from um, the scripture that is the foundation of what I'm actually speaking on. And this is taken from Psalm 62, right? This is very dear to me. I really love this scripture so much. It says, truly my soul waited upon God. From him cometh my salvation, right? He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. How long will he imagine mischief against a man? He shall be slain, all of you. As a bowing wall shall he be, and as a tottering fence. They only consult to cast him down from his excellency. They delight in lies, they bless with their mouth, but they curse inwardly. Right? This is the same thing that, that, I'm, that I'm saying. That persons can speak, and, and, and that, that is why you can't. Holy Spirit, thank you this morning. That is why you can't wait on somebody to tell you what, who you are or what you need to do. Because this part of the scripture speaks loudly about it. It says they only consult to cast him down from his excellency. They delight in lies, right? They bless with their mouth, but they curse inwardly. That you have some persons may say, I love you. You know, I, I appreciate you or whatever case it might be. And really deep down inside of them, they're not right? They're not really saying that, right? And you have to have the discerning spirit to really, um, ask the Lord, you know, you know, whisper a prayer to him or something or pray, you know, earnestly to get the, the, the spirit of discerning to understand that we're not, we're not fighting against flesh and blood, but at the same time, we have to understand that persons are allowing the enemy to use them inwardly. They don't like you. Inwardly, they're, they're, they're using their lips to say something, but insiders is saying something else, right? It's not coming from truth. And as, as Psalm 51 says that God desires truth on the inside of us, right? 
right? He, he, he desires truth on the inward part and he desires wisdom on the inside of us, right? Verse five says, my soul wait though only upon God for my expectation is from him. When I got this scripture, I was telling you, my God, I sunk so deep and laid and rest in this word to understand that my expectation is not from men. Even though God may use someone to bless, we have to understand that God is the ultimate one that sends, sends the help. My help cometh from the Lord. My help does not come from man. My help come from God, right? It comes from the higher being, the most high God, the true and living God, Yeshua HaMashiach. It come from him. It doesn't come from man right? Because if we wait on man to do all of those things, we will be left alone. We will be put back in, in, in a corner. They will say, no, don't give it to her. They will say, no, don't bless her. Don't do this or do that because your expectation is from a man, someone that the man in, 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 in that, the, 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 uh, the meaning in that where you say a man is both women and men, right? To say they, you're waiting for them to tell you something that God already said about you, right? And if you don't know, ask him, who am I in you, God? Because sometimes you're walking around not knowing who you are. You don't know who you are. You don't know who's you belong to, right? And not realizing that, listen, people could say all they want. The word of God, I've always said this, supersedes the very word that people speak about people, right? I found this book on, um, it was a prophetess that is on um, Instagram that I follow that she was recommending a book called Words. It's about 24 pages or 25 pages. And let me tell you something. You need to read that book. I think it's at 99 cents for that book or a dollar, I think, on Amazon. And when you read that book, it really shows you how words have power, right? Because we're seated and sitting down and thinking that, okay, I can do whatever I want to do. I can say whatever I want about people, right? I can do and do act and do anything that I want to do. Not realizing that, listen, there's a part in the scripture that says our conversations is in heaven. My speech, right? Is in heaven. God is hearing us, right? Let me get that um, scripture for you. My speech. I believe that's the, that, that's the, the scripture. Yeah. Is... Uh, yeah, it says, um, do not be quick to speak and do not be hasty, right? Do not be hasty with your mouth speaking careless, careless words of, of, or vows or impulsive in thought to bring up a matter before God for God is in heaven and you are on earth. Therefore, let your words be few, right? There are certain things we can just hold our mouth. Don't say anything. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, if we're not using our mouth, and this is coming from the same verse that I just said, using your mouth to speak. Yes, you're speaking um, to say that, yes, I'm blessing you. But inside, you're really not blessing me. Right? So it's best that we just keep certain things to ourselves, not allowing the devil to get a foothold in whatever it is that we're doing. It better you Older folks would say in Jamaica, they would say, listen, you don't have anything good to say. Don't say anything about anybody. Don't talk. Don't say anything, right? You just leave people where they are. Because at the end of the day, people belongs to God, right? And the time that you take doing all of that, God is there doing, working on that individual, right? We, we may see something in our leaders. And this is, this is very dear to me. Because the Lord had given me um, certain assignments before. 
to pray for leaders, right? To realize that this is a mandate that we have to do. We have to pray for each other. We can't just say, okay, then um, let them stay because they're whatever, not realizing that the devil is going to go at the leaders, right? They're going to go at the leaders, the persons who are bringing the word, the persons who are going at the forefront. And if you're not staying prayed up or staying connected to God, then only then the enemy will find his way, right? So there are certain things that you have to ensure that you're enclosing in, right? I just wanted to bring that out there. Um, yes, we know we're talking about validation, but it's also under the same theme of validation to realize that the words that we speak also, and even the words that we only we speak of our own self, because there's a part in that in that book. I'm not going to tell you everything, but there's a part in that book that's that that says, um, uh, it was a story that was that was being um, depicted, a true story of a man. Right, his wife spoke so much evil over the man. Right, she wanted to see the man die. Literally, this remind me of Job. His wife told him to curse God and die. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But he had so much faith in God, even though he still couldn't understand why he was going through that pain and those agonies and stuff like that. He still believed in God, right? But at the end of the day, we have to be careful what we're saying. And he says, my soul wait though only, right? My soul don't wait only upon God, for my expectation is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. In God is my salvation and my glory, the rock of my strength. And my refuge is in God. Trust in him at all times. He people pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Surely men of low degree are vanity and men of high degree are a lie right? To be laid in the balance, they are altogether lighter than vanity. Trust not in oppression and become not vain. There you go again, the word vain, glory. In robbery, if riches increases, set not your heart upon them. God had spoken once, twice have I heard this, that the power belongeth unto God, my God. Also unto thee, O Lord, belongeth mercy, for thou renderest to every man according to his work. Where did the glory come from? Where did the power come from? God. But my validation is not in man. My confidence is not rooted in man and what man say about me. That's just the confirmation. And I can just say thank you, humbly, thank you. Because at the end of the day, I was created in God's image. Anything that he laid before me, and allow me to partake of. If, if the spirit is, in, is heightened and he gives me more insight of certain things and the insight is much more, a little bit more than um, my brothers and sisters, we're not supposed to be competing or trying to tell ourselves that, hey, I don't, I, I, I'm, um, that sister have too much anointing or whatever. We try to put our moats on them, not realizing that we're causing so much chaos in the body of Christ. And we're not realizing that, listen, God choose whom he wants to choose right? Some of you right now is in the backslidden state because of persons, right? You allow persons to dictate who you are. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You wanted to dictate, allow persons to dictate to you, to tell you who you are, right? You were waiting for them to tell you, oh, you are this or you are that, not realizing that you never needed anyone to verify and tell you who you are. You need God to tell you who you are, not to be conceited, but to put you in a, a place of humility to realize that who am I belonging to? 
I'm belonging to God, the most high, all knowing, all powerful, all wise God, right? And I don't need persons to come and press a button, a green button to tell me that, okay, you're, you're, you can go now, go and do what you need to do. No, you should be already doing what God tell you to do. And then whatever comes along and persons come along, they can just come along and say, you got something. And I said, yes, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, confirmation. That's what I'm supposed to be saying to you. Thank you, um, 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 Holy Spirit. Thank you, God, for using that man of God to speak into my life. Because you already gave me a word. You already gave me something. You already told me something, right? But we're waiting to be validated. Let's not go to that place, right? No matter where you are, you may have been backslidden. You may have been, you, you, you used to go to church with your family, right? And you stopped. You used to visit, you, you, you know, your home church, your local church or whatever case it might be. And you, you stopped because of the, the, the discouragement. I can tell you that because I've been through that as, as well. But let me tell you something that even better, that the body cannot operate without everybody coming together. It cannot operate. It can't come together and we can't function if the hand is not where the hand needs to be, if the eyes are not where the eyes need to be, if the ears is not where the ears needs to be, or the mouthpiece is not where the mouthpiece needs to be. Everybody can't be the mouth. Well, you have some that is the, the, the nose, you have some is the eyes, you have some is the hand, they're, they're, they're the hands, they're the feet, right? They're the feet, they don't do much talking, but they're the feet. But at the same time, everybody has their function. Right? And we have to understand that we are all verified by God. Allow the Holy Spirit to be to allow you to be verified to Him. Let Him verify you. That you can just go ahead, press play yourself, press the button yourself. Turn that thing on. Right? God gave you some visions and gave you something. Pray over them. Ask Him how this strategy or how you should go about uh, go about doing certain things. And He will lead you. Right? But at the end of the day, you have to know that you are valuable. It's coming from the same word that, I, that I've been coming from two days now. That you are valuable. You are a high price. You are bought with a price. Blood was shed for you. Nobody on this earth would do that for you. Not even your parents <laughs> would stand in front of a bullet to collect a bullet for you. No, they're not going to do it. You better go stand and take that bullet for yourself. Right? But at the, you know, at, but at the same time, God set someone a living sacrifice, holy, holy, right? He was blameless before the before the throne. He didn't sin, but yes, he was made sin so we could live, so we could be alive, so we could have the opportunity to say, God, wow, <laughs> you know. But at the same time, we have to realize that we don't need someone to press a button for us. You can turn that thing on. You can allow God to turn it on. Because my expectation is not in man. It's in God. That's where my confidence lies. So all you come with is confirmation. Just the same way the scripture said, Matthew 6 verse 33. I will ring that out until eternity. <laughs> Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And all is righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. So when persons come, it's the confirmation they're coming with. They're coming with additives. When persons sing um, the song, I used to love to sing because I love R&B, right? I'm more in a, in an era where, um, I won't even say an era, but I found 
a lane where you have believers now that are singing Christian R&B that really, you know, touch my soul because I'm singing it unto God. But I used to love R&B and there was a song that sings about um, you complete me, right? And we have to learn and appreciate and understand that, man, I, I love that song because it's, it's still there. A lot of persons love it, right? But we have to understand who am I going to sing that to? Because I'm not going to sing that to a person to tell them that they complete me. You compliment me, right? You compliment what I already have. Not a conceited way. But to understand that, yes, I understand. I love you. But if I don't get into the space of where God validates me, verify me, confirm me, and, and tell me how much he loves me, and fool me up with all his love and all his uh, everything, I can't love you. Because then I'll be operating out of um, conceitedness, right? Of, 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 of certain things to think that, okay, I want to get your answer first to tell me that I'm pretty. I need you to tell me what, what is going on with me. This is the same thing with a lot of people say that, oh, I want the prophet to tell me something. I want the apostle to put their hands on me. I want them to lay their hands on me, not realizing that you have the, the, the opportunity to go in yourself and allow the spirit of the Lord to lead and guide you and give you direction and do what he needs to do in you and for you and through you so others can benefit from that, right? But we need to get back to that place or we need to get to that place, right? That is my prayer for you this morning, right? Let me um, repeat the meaning of validation. It said the action of making or declaring something legally or officially acceptable. You're officially acceptable in the eyes of God. You're acceptable to him. He created you. You already exist, right? Persons just come along or you, you know, you meet people or whatever and they just confirm who you are and what you carry, right? But never allow someone else to dictate or someone else to validate what God should validate in you. That will crush you. I'm telling you, it will crush you. It will crush the, the, the walk and the journey that you have with God. There's a lot of things that I've gone through, right? You know, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll write that in, you know, in the next chapter of something else, right? But never allow someone else to tell you something that God can tell you himself, right? You Yes, you need godly counsel. Because sometimes you need some um, account accountability where they can just conf same thing, confirm. They're not to say the first go-to person that you go to. God should be the first person that you go to that he can tell you exactly what is going on. I was crushed under a lot of things because I was waiting for man to, to, to tell me what. That, you know, tell me, they're, they're telling me something that I was clueless about. I've received words before that I was clueless about. I didn't know what they were talking about. But I know that it was supposed to help me, to be to edify me. But in that moment, I didn't need that word. In that moment, I need Jesus. <laughs> in that moment, I need the word of God. I didn't need that word, right? And it crushed me. It did a lot to me. You know what I'm saying? It, it did a lot to me because it was, it, it was spoken out of, um, what I would say, just the same way, vainglory. Right, it was it was spoken out of not a place of where God wanted for that word to come out of, and it crushed me instead of helped me. 
to go into the things that God wanted me to go into, right? I forgive because I, I had a hate against a lot of persons, right? To say, why did you allow that to happen or whatever, but not realizing that we're humans. But at the same time, we have to learn how we use our words. You can get that book. It's called, it's just called words. I think it's by Kenny, Kenny something another. I don't remember, but you can just type it in, in Amazon and you can, or I can put the link in the description that you can um, make a purchase of it. Right. But we have to realize that the greatest validation that we need is from God. Right. And that's all I have this morning <laughs> as the Holy Spirit permits me. And I do hope you do have a blessed and wonderful day. We have a lot of rain that is happening here in Jamaica, but um, nevertheless, we are grateful. When I see rain, I see sunshine. Nevertheless, when I see sunshine, I see rain. Anytime that God wants to, you know, show some sunshine, he shows sunshine, right? And we're grateful. We're not going to make the gloom and the dimness and the, the gloom of the day spoil us and spoil the day right but i do hope you have a blessed and wonderful and fulfilled day as per usual i'll leave everything in the description for you so you can partake of that whether it's the book that is available on amazon purpose through revelation and also my journals that are available along with my email that you can shoot me an email if you're having issues where you need um prior you know you need someone to just believe with you for certain things that you're experiencing right now you can go ahead and send that um send that um request in my email Email purpose through revelation at gmail.com and purpose through revelation.co on Instagram. Do have yourself a wonderful day. Have yourself a good one. Bye bye.